0: Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Grab Stack's Radio Show. You never know what you're going to get around here when we broadcast live from the top of Bobby Wonder's desk. Oh, it could be dancing bears, dunk tanks, pies in the face, the entire cast of the Russian ballet doing their best rendition of the Nutcracker. I mean, it hasn't been any one of those things, but it could be... Today will be absent pies, but full of riddles. Because it is the day we fire up the old riddle machine and test our brains against the most mind bendy riddles in the universe. Will the answer be a chicken with one eye? Will it be a towel? One of those dancing bears I mentioned earlier. Who knows? The only way to find out is to get Carl the station manager moving on, firing up the riddle machine and sending me the questions. The riddles are tough, but the rules are simple. We have three rounds. Carl prints off the riddle. I read it to you, and we get to solving. You ready, listeners? I know I am. Let's get to it. Our first riddle of the day is printing off. Ooh, I'm so excited I can barely keep my thoughts on. Let's see what we got. Okay, our first riddle is, What has one eye but cannot see? Oh, I know a blind bat with one eye. (laughs) Oh, or maybe a cyclops that caught shampoo in his eye. No, 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 wait. A blind cyclops. Am I getting close? No? Oh. Ah, drat. Well, I guess that would all be a little too obvious. Hmm, let's see. What has one eye but cannot see? What else has eyes? Ooh, how about a potato? Those have eyes but can't see. But that's more than one eye, so I guess the answer isn't a potato. Oh, no. What else? Uh, would you look at that? I got a little tear in my tubies. (laughs) Oh, what a disaster. These are my thinking tubies. Uh, If you all remember, tubies is the floorboard for socks. And it looks like I need to fix mine. Good thing I got my sewing kit handy here on Bobby's desk, or this would spell pure disaster. (laughs) Nothing is worse than a sock emergency and no needle to fix it with. (laughs) Oh, wait, that might be it. Did you know that needles have one eye? It's the little part where the thread goes through, and I don't really think my needle can see, otherwise i will probably have a lot to say about the amount of socks it's stared at in its lifetime. So, what do you say, Carl? Is the answer a needle? Hey, Carl says yes. What has one eye and cannot see? A needle. Good job, problem solvers. Let's move on to question two. Well, oh, here it's pretty off now, and here we go. The question is, when is a door not a door? Ooh, a metaphysical question, I see. <laughs> Maybe the answer is when the door isn't feeling very dory today. Like being a door seems like a lot, so it's just gonna be a wall instead. Oh great, Carl's saying it's not it. Cause this is a riddle and the answer is supposed to be something clever. Okay, hey, I thought that was pretty clever. What would you know anyway, Carl? Anyway, I guess he knows the answer, so that's something. (sighs) Okay, well then, when is a door not a door? I might need a hint on this one. Carl, just opened the door and left it there. (laughs) When is a door not a door? Oh, a door is not a door when it's open. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, what's another word for when the door is open? Oh! know this one, except I can't quite remember it right now. Hang on, let me check my thesaurus. Open, no, that's not it. Unclosed, oh, well, no, that doesn't seem right either. Agape, no, no, no. (gasps) A jar, (laughs) that's it, a jar! Did you get that, solvers? It's kind of funny now that I think about it. When is a door not a door? When it's a jar. Because a jar is another word for open door. But it also could mean a jar. Oh, I like that. I'm writing that one down for later. It's kind of a joke and a riddle. Which I bet will absolutely kill at my next party. A jar. You're right, Carl. That is clever. All right, moving on to round three. The next question is printing off and the question is, I am bought by the yard and worn by the foot. What am I? Bought by the yarn and worn by the foot. Well, maybe it's these socks that have a rip in them. I bought them from someone who was hanging out by Bobby's front yard. And he said they were the the top-of-the-line socks, but I'm starting to think they're mid-tier at best. Let's check in with our grab stack at gokidgo.com listeners, though, and see what they think. All right, let's see. One listener says, it's definitely not your socks. The riddle is talking about buying something by the yard, as in measurement. Oh, well, I suppose that does make sense. Otherwise, it'd be a very specific riddle just for my situation. (laughs) You know, buying something from the guy in the front yard. So what could be bought by the yard and worn by the foot? Another listener says, look down, grab stack. Well, that's ominous. All I see when I look down is Bobby's fluffy carpet. (gasps) Oh, I get it. What is bought by the yard and worn by the foot? Carpet! Because you buy it by the yard, but then you walk all over and it gets worn down. By your footsies. That's it. <sighs> oh, well, we did it again, solvers. Three riddles down, and that's all she wrote. Thanks for helping me solve these riddles. They were some real doozies this week. And don't forget to come back Friday for Listener Bail Bag. If you got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Flugerville, or little old me, send it to grab at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show and be famous like me. Welcome, one and all, to Grab Stacks Radio Show. We are back again with a Riddle Fest Challenge, and this week we have a special guest joining us today. Yes, sir, it is a banner day at the Grab Stack Radio Show, because I have Carl searching for weeks to get us the most prestigious guest in all of Pflugerville to join us for our special winter edition of our Riddle Fest Challenge. Each question will be winter-themed, and our extra-special guest helping us read the riddles for today is... Marty, the junkyard owner... Wait a second, Marty, the junkyard owner? Oh, Carl, I said get the most prestigious guest you could find. Oh, I see he was the only one who answered our invite. Well, I have some strongly worded letters to write, I will tell you that. Okay, fine. Our extra-special guest is Marty, the junkyard owner... No, oh, I suppose he may have some interesting things to say about winter. Oh, I do, believe me! Ah! Where'd you come from? I mean, welcome to the show, Marty. It is good to have you back. Oh, thanks
1: for having me. You know, it's kind of
0: nice doing something that isn't standing around in the cold, sorting junk. Truer words have never been spoken. Anyway, are you familiar with how we do our Riddle Fest challenges here on GrabStacks Radio Show? No, I actually uh, never heard of that part of the show. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear you say that. But just in case anyone at home is a new listener, we will have three rounds of riddles Printed off on the old riddle machine. Carl, the station manager, will print them off, and then I will read them with the help of Marty, the junkyard owner, and together we will all solve them. Ooh, I smell another 100% riddle solve coming our way. What do you think, Marty? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm great at riddles. Such us Well, actually, that's usually my line, but I do enjoy the enthusiasm. <laughs> Carl, are you ready? Ooh, it looks like a little machine is printing away, so let's do this. See, that's how you do it. Marty, would you like to read our first question? Oh, sure
1: thing, Grabstack. The question is, what is a chicken's favorite holiday <laughs> drink?
0: Oh, a chicken's favorite holiday drink. Well, I don't know. I don't even know a chicken's non-holiday favorite drink, although I did know a chicken one time who really liked a nice cup of tea after a long day of crossing roads. I don't know why he's crossing roads all the time, but that really is his business. He's a great acquaintance. Always drank his tea in silence and gave me plenty of time to gab away. Oh, how I miss him. (laughs) Ooh, so maybe the answer's tea. No, 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 it's definitely not tea. Okay, fine, I give up. What is a chicken's favorite holiday drink? You really don't know?
1: A chicken's favorite holiday drink is eggnog. Eggnog,
0: okay, well, I guess that is clever. (sighs) Did y'all get that at home, Solvers? I bet you did. Let's move on to our next question. (whistles) Take it away, Marty. Round two's question is, what do you call a snowman in July? Ooh, how about Julius? That seems like a good name for a snowman in July. Or maybe Jumbo. I like the name Jumbo for a snowman. Maybe it's Julius's nickname, you know? Jumbo Julius a July Snowman. Uh, yeah, it's a riddle, Grabstack. I, I don't think they're actually asking what his name is. Well, in that case, I suppose we should be thinking about it with our clever riddle brains, right, Solvers? Which probably means there's something sneaky that I'm missing out on. All right, let's see. What do you call a snowman in July? I guess I've never really seen a snowman in July. Too hot, you know. So if I really had to guess, I'd call a snowman in July a puddle. Hey, you got it right! I did? Oh, I mean, of course I did. I am the resident riddle and expert after all, so of course the answer to what do you call a snowman in July is a puddle. <laughs> I hope everyone following along got the same answer, even though I would still accept Jumbo Julius is also correct. All right, Marty, hit him with the last question.
1: All right, kids, the final question is, What kind of crystals can you throw to the ground, but they won't break? And let me give you a hint. Think about a cold, cold winter
0: when you try to guess. Crystals that you throw at the ground but don't break? Well, first of all, who's throwing crystals around all willy-nilly? That seems dangerous and expensive. No, 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 it really isn't. Uh, Think about this crab stack.
1: You can roll them up into a ball. And then they'll be soft when they hit the ground.
0: Rolling crystals up into a ball. Are you sure you know what you're talking about here? Okay, we're running out of time, so let's hear it. What sort of crystal can you throw to the ground, but it won't break? Snow crystals. Because snow is a crystal, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that one. Let's go throw some snow crystals right now. Snowball fight. Last one to the snowbank has to clean up the junkyard. Well, I don't know about that one. I'm not cleaning any junkyards. But anyway, that's all we have for the day, folks. Thanks for joining us for our winter edition of our Riddlefest Challenge. And come back Friday for Listener Mailbag. Welcome, welcome, fans of floor of uh, Bobby Wonder, and of course, fans of me, stack Your irrepressible but always impressive host of the stack Radio Show! We are coming to you live, as per usual, from the top of Bobby Wonder's desk, straight from our tiny studio to bring you another edition of our Riddle Fest Challenge! Oh, I can barely contain my excitement here! After all, there's nothing like a good riddle to get me all fired up. Oh, wait, is there? Ooh, I suppose socks get me pretty fired up too, especially around this time of year when it's so cold that I could be wearing three pairs and I still feel like I needed a fourth. Now the question when you're layering socks is always which socks get to be on display? Given that my sock drawer has absolutely zero duds in it, it's always a bit of a head scratcher on which which sock goes first and which which sock goes on fourth. But one of them has to take the loss for the day. I can't wear them all on the outside. (laughs) I guess figuring out which socks to put on which order is sort of a kind of a riddle in itself or maybe more of a conundrum. Yes, I would definitely say more of a conundrum than a riddle. Ooh, speaking of riddles, we got to get on with this riddle fest or it'll be dinner time and we won't have solved a single riddle. Ooh, I think I hear Carl, the station manager, printing the first riddle off the riddle machine. Hit us with your best shot, Carl. Round one! The first riddle is, if I add six to eleven, I get five. How? Okay, hang on, this is supposed to be a riddle, not math. Carl, did you get your days mixed up or something? You know I only do math once a week and it is not today. Oh, Carl's saying it is a riddle, so maybe there's something here that we're missing. Okay, well, Uh, hmm, I just can't add 6 to 11 because obviously that does not add up to 5, so I guess the answer is not basic arithmetic. (laughs) But how else are you supposed to add things? How about a hint over here, Carl? Don't just tap your watch at me and look at me like that. I mean, the show has started. We got plenty of time left. I think I'll give you folks at home a breakdown of what is happening in this studio right now. Carl the station manager still tapping his little watch like it means something. Does it mean something to you at home? Because to to me it just means that maybe Carl doesn't know what time it is or how to tell time even. Hey, wait a second. Oh, wait, wait, wait! That's it. If you add six to 11 on the clock, oh, it equals five. (sighs) How you say? Because, you know, you start at 11 a.m. and then six hours later, it'll be 5 (laughs) p.m. Of course, we did it. First riddle in the bag. All right, let's move on to round two. The question is, what has a neck but no head, arms, but no hands. Hmm. Well, whatever it is, I'm sure I want no part in it. A neck with no head and arms with no hands. Whatever, whatever horror show of a Chimera that is, count me out. <sighs> what would it even be, anyway? I, I've never met anything that had arms but no hands. Unless you count an octopus. Oh, wait. An octopus? Maybe it's an octopus. Oh, no. No, I suppose it's not. Because they definitely have a head with eyes and a mouth and everything. Woo, hmm. Ooh, Hey. How about a clock? Oh, no, that has hands but no arms. This is crazy! Who thought it would be a good idea to go around naming things with hands and arms but not putting them together? It's all very confusing. (sighs) Let's go to the grabstack at gokidgo.com line to clear this up. Surely one of our listeners has more insight into this strange quirk that I'm ascribing to the planet Earth and the planet Earth alone. Just so you all know at home, when questions come in, I have these little lights that are usually supposed to light up red, but I switched out the little bulbs so that now they're multicolor like a little party every time we go to the email line. Ooh, and look at that, they're lighting up. Let's see what we got here. What has a neck but no head, arms but no hands? One of our listeners writes in, grab stack, it's a shirt, silly. Oh, well that has to be the answer, right Carl? Oh, he's nodding, yes, yes, it's a shirt. Well, that's not a horrifying Chimera at all. That's just a regular old closet staple. I'm sorry, shirts, I shouldn't have prejudged you for having necks and arms and no heads or hands, but you have to admit, it does sound quite off-putting when phrased thusly. (sighs) All right, last round. For round three, the question is, I can only point one way, but I can guide you all over the world, what am I? Oh, I'm pretty sure I know this one. See, when I go camping, I usually have to find my way around the trails, and that can be quite tricky. So, I always take a map and another little trusty item that makes it easy to navigate the rather confusing backcountry. After all, your map may be saying take a left at the rock covered in moss, but when you get there, the rock is actually a bear wearing a grass skirt. And they are not interested in you taking a left anywhere around them, so you have to find a different way, even though the map very clearly said it would be a rock there. That's it's a trial, folks. It's a trial, folks. But it is always worth it. Anyway, the trusty little tool that I use in the background that can only point one way but can guide you everywhere is a little figurine of Florp's first explorer pointing straight ahead. Yep, he is quite the useful little guide. I just spin around and wherever he points, that's where I go. Maybe it's not as scientific as it could be, but I always get somewhere somewhere. Even if it's not where I'm meant to be. So, Carl, is it my little figurine? What? It's not. Oh well, what is it then? What? A compass? What in the name of blueberries and pies? A compass? Carl's saying it's a little tool that always points north so you know what direction you're walking in. Well, now that you mention it, that does sound a little more useful than my little figurine. (laughs) Note to self. Research a compass and consider purchasing it immediately. Well, that is three riddles down. We did it, listeners. Thanks for joining me once again for our weekly Riddle Fest challenge. Oh, I do love riddling, (laughs) but it's always more fun with friends. Don't forget to come back Friday for Listener Mailbag. If you got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little old me, send it to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show and be famous like me. Oh, on that note, have a marvelous day and eat your floor Grab stick out Go kid go